What do you call this is a robbery? Any of you fucking pricks move! And I'll execute every motherfucking last one of you! Yes, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the editing bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. Mine's Joel. This is where we come to talk about movies, uh, except once a year. Mm. We look back. This is the the mutual masturbatory episode where we self-congratulate and and give ourselves arbitrary awards (laughs) because we... um, we are usually the nominees in most of these categories. Yeah, it's just an excuse, Joe. Don't make it sound so bad. It's just <laughs> an excuse for us. Uh, hey, maybe you're not a regular listener. Maybe you skipped over some of the episodes this past year. Didn't sure. share some of our highlights, some of our best moments. Yeah. Maybe uh, you saw a movie called Samurai Cop in the list on iTunes. <laughs> and, and, and we apologize. I'm not quite familiar with that film, nor oh, will I, I ever be. I thought you meant maybe they just watched the movie. <laughs> And now they're like, what the fuck is that all about? No, no, but we, we have a lot of highlights throughout the year that uh, you may not get to hear. Um, and this is our opportunity to kind of go back and um, have some fun with it and listen to some uh, some clips from uh, our 2016 season. What is, it is a beautiful night, Joel, as we sit here in it's the Valencia night. studios Ooh. of the uh, the Next Wave Radio Network. I like that. Uh, or, the Eagle's Nest. Or we call it, we call it Next Wave South. Um <laughs> This is really cool by the way. It like, sounds like a nice Mexican restaurant. Okay, by the way. just to kind of give you guys a little bit of a I mean, this all happened within the past year. Mm-hmm. Uh we moved our our Next Wave Studios twice now. Mm-hmm. Uh we've we used to have it over at uh Jeff's place and then Jeff left and uh left us alone, left us in the lurch yep. to go to Denver. Uh He's and, living the high life. And <laughs> Now you're living the high life. <laughs> Pun intended. Uh so uh so yeah, then we ended up moving everything over to my place, uh, but then Sarah and I moved into a house, and now we've moved everything to uh, to Joel's I was going to say it's come abode. full circle, but not quite yet. It not would come full circle if Jeff, if Jeff moved, moved back. And then, so we've come three quarters, one quarter a portion. <laughs> so, uh, so yes, this is our third annual Eddie Awards, uh, and like Joel said, this is where we kind of look back on, on the year, some highlights. If you are new to the show, welcome, and uh, we hope that you enjoy some of these highlights, looking back at some of the high points of the Editing Bay podcast. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I really don't know what else to say other than, man, I can't believe we've been doing this for like three years now. I know. And actually, it's been like over three years, if you think about it, because we went a whole like, 18 months before we uh, we did our, our first uh, uh, Eddie Awards in yeah. 2015. We're on 2017 now, and who knows when it'll end. Man, and the fact that we've been going this long is a pleasant surprise. Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> nicely done, Joe. Well, that's a, a masterful segue into our first category of the 2017 Eddie Awards, which is Best Pleasant Surprise. And this is um, uh, what movies that uh, neither one of us had seen, generally, right? See, now, and I'm looking at the list of nominees, mm-hmm. and I see there's a movie on here right now that I don't think belongs. Deadpool. Like, who thought that Deadpool wasn't going to be a good movie? Like, Lots of I figured that this this category is movies that we didn't think was going to be good mm-hmm. and ended up really being great films. And I don't know anybody who didn't think Deadpool was going to be great. Uh, well, great's a strong word. Everybody thought it was going to be no. entertaining and a nice R-rated uh, uh, comic book movie. But, um, dude, it fucking got nominated for Golden Globe. Best it, picture in the it, comedy and music. And it deserves that nomination. Man. I, I agree. So good. All right, well, let's get through it. Let's Let's hear the nominees. And the nominees for Pleasant Surprise are Jim and the Holograms, She's All That, Deadpool, 
Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Red belt. Now, let me ask before we uh, before we reveal who the winner is here. Please. How did you come up with the nominations for these categories? I figured it's kind of a painstaking effort on your part. Uh, not really. I've, I've got a list. Of, <laughs> you just like arbitrarily threw darts and just like this no, is I, how I picked it. I keep dutiful notes throughout the year. Dutiful and beautiful. And beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I, I would ju- that be the sequel? Like a dutiful mind. <laughs> a dutiful mind. <laughs> he's just, he just uh, instead of being a, a brilliant mathematician, he's just like a janitor. He's just well, I just yeah, he, he's just very good. He's doing he's, duties. He's studious. Yeah. Studies. No. Please, please. Uh, there are there are rarely movies that you and I have both are are, are both seeing for the first time. Yeah, uh, when, when we do on the podcast, usually it's uh, we're we're hearkening back to our past, or I've seen it and you haven't, and sure. vice versa. So I think most of these uh, are movies that we had not seen uh, going into our, our first viewing. So that uh-huh. was my criteria. Okay, that's cool. And the winner, Joe, for uh, best pleasant surprise is. Deadpool. Is it for real, Deadpool? Dude, dude, it won in a fucking landslide. It wasn't even close. No, but do you think that this is a a case of everybody just really like Deadpool? Like, fans of Deadpool voted for this, and they're like, we want Deadpool to win this award, which is a very prestigious award, by the way. (laughs) Like, if you look on IMDb Awards, this should be listed. Yes, and it will. Someday. The the Eddie. I got to tell you, man, my Mm. pick for this would have been Gem and the Holograms. Mine too. That one took me by surprise. I couldn't believe how much I liked it. And I think it has to do with the percentage of which, uh, you know, because like you said, we were expecting Deadpool to be great and it exceeded expectations. Uh Uh, Gem, we were expecting just to be shit. Yeah. Um, And it's not a bad little movie. I would show that to my my fictional son or daughter. (laughs) I would show it to my (laughs) non-fictional daughter. Well, uh, when she gets when she gets of gem age, whenever that is, when she discovers YouTube, it's uh, it, it was definitely um, it, it was unexpected. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't say that it's a movie that I'm gonna like just revisit over and over and over again. Yeah, uh, but no, Gem and the Holograms would have been my pick, but Deadpool, it deserves an award, and I guess if this is the one it's nominated <laughs> for. Uh, it this was, is in the technical special effects awards. It's a damn good movie. Now you're gonna have to refresh my memory. Mm-hmm. Was that? Did you and Jeff talk about that one? Uh, no, you and Jeff talked. Oh, about was it that Jeff one. and I? I was out on that one. Okay, yeah, all right. So I, I, get I the miss out. I remember it wasn't you and I talking about it. Mm-mm. So I didn't. I, I couldn't remember. Mm. Uh, wow, good times. Well, congratulations, Deadpool. <laughs> uh, I will accept this award on your behalf. It's very uh, befitting of you. And we'll be very happy to deliver it to Ryan Reynolds with a full-on tongue kiss the yeah. next time that I see him. You can have him. I'll take Blake Lively. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, so next uh, category, which is maybe kind of the not, not the antithesis of this, but um, we all have our guilty pleasures, Joe. Yes, we do. Uh, and and on this on this here podcast, one of us will roll out uh, a one or two uh, a year. Uh-huh. Um, and sometimes you'll like it, and uh, sometimes you won't. Yeah, and exactly. Vice versa. Like masters of the universe. Uh, but I but I think our our category this year we've uh, we've got a nice round out of uh, guilty pleasures. That, I think we, uh, we can all we agree. Kicked up the quality of the guilty pleasures this year. I agree. You want to hear those nominees? I would now? love to hear it. Let's hear. Is it Lauren Burnson? Our nominees. Please let me hear those. That, sure is. The Lauren, dulcet tones. Lauren Burnson, or as one of my friends put it, me just slowed down three quarters. <laughs> three quarter portion. <laughs> he was like, your brother sounds uh, like you, except slightly man. slower and oh, lower in yeah, tone. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and here now are the nominees for get Best Guilty Pleasure. And the nominees for Best Guilty Pleasure are... The Transformers, the movie. Harley Davidson and the Marble Men. Bad Boys. The Fifth Element. 
Last Action Hero. So I've got to ask you, what is your criteria when it comes to this category? It's A, a Guilty Pleasure is a movie that um, obviously has flaws, uh-huh. isn't a perfect movie, isn't really loved uh, universally. Like, it's, it's, it's not to everybody's taste. Like, do you feel guilty mm. liking the movie? Like, I guess it's that... one of those things where it's like you would uh, like you and I. We both fucking geek out over Transformers, uh-huh. right? But uh, in mixed crowd, I might keep that. I might play that a little close to the vest. Okay, keep it to I myself. I mean, judging by your t-shirts, <laughs> your Transformers t-shirts, I don't know how successful you could be at keeping that to yourself. <laughs> Did you point. like make a new friend at the screening when we went to the uh, the draft house? I wouldn't call him a friend. I made a creepy stalker, if that's what you want to call. Him. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, something about uh, Transformers fans, uh, they see one another across a crowded room, <laughs> uh, and they they feel the need to just want to talk to one another. And <laughs> that's a need that I don't have. They, they speak the code. Word to each other, <laughs> <No>. but prayer. <laughs> I got to that before you did. Oh, damn uh, I'm going to tell you what my pick is for this. Before you tell me who the winner is, what is it? Uh, I would go personally mm-hmm. with Last Action Hero, mm-hmm. just because I'm proud of liking Transformers. I, I wear that on my on my sleeve. Yeah, uh, I really like that movie. I I, I like Bad Boys. Bad Boys is bad. Don't, I don't feel guilty liking that one. Uh, th- Last Action Hero. You should feel guilty liking that's that the one that like I enjoy. And I feel dirty that I like that movie. I, I seem to recall on the podcast, too, it was almost like you trying to explain why you yes. like the movie a little bit, almost uh, semi-apologetically. But yeah. I enjoyed it, too. But, uh, yeah, definitely not... Uh... It's like it's like my fifth element. It's, or, <laughs> or it's like the opposite of fifth element for me. Huh. Like, I don't like fifth element, but I can't narrow down why I don't like it. Mm. Same thing with Last Action Hero. I like it, and I can't really narrow down why. Like it's just, it's just the fantastic aspect of it. Well, Joe, you were in the minority as far as the editing bay listening audience goes, oh, because no. the winner of Best Guilty Pleasure is indeed the Fifth Element. Holy Congratulations, crap! Congratulations, Luc Besson. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say that <laughs> with that French accent. Oh, you got um, it. You know, I, I guess this is a movie that's deserving of this award. Um, because because it has such a following, a cult following. Uh, it's beautiful. I, I, and dutiful. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be our theme for Fuck. tonight. Uh, yeah, so no, congratulations, Fifth Element. Uh, I probably won't hurry up to watch you again anytime soon. <laughs> but I'm glad that there's an audience for you out there. There is. Um, yeah. So uh, one of the things that I love the most, Joel, mm-hmm. about doing this podcast with you is like mm. I kind of feel like I have a brother from another mother when it comes to somebody who likes music. Ooh, yes. Who, who enjoys the art of song. This is and true. can kind of pick up on cues. Mm. And we just like, we sing. We celebrate ourselves <laughs> and our work through song. And we don't even do it through show because some of our best musical moments are off mic, either before or after. It's just the way we communicate. We, we uh, much uh, like uh, Cup from um, uh, Transformers <laughs> movie would say. We, and now the news. We talk TV. <laughs> But when we're not talking TV, we are uh, communicating l- much like whales via song. Uh, and a lot of times, um, we'll have enough uh, of these musical moments, we call throughout the year, to uh, assemble a montage. This is kind of my favorite part of is the it? Eddies. Yeah, kind of like the recasting is your favorite part of the episodes. Mm-hmm. I love when we do the Eddies and we come back and like I get to revisit some of these times where we sang with one another or with our friends that well, join us. Well, gird your loins, Joe. Because, my loins uh, are girded, baby. Without further ado, here are some of our top musical moments from 2016. 
bouncing here and there and everywhere. I venture that beyond compare. This is the autofill. What's that Tom Cruise movie? Eyes wide open. Eyes wide shut. Eyes wide shut. Yeah. That wouldn't wouldn't make it. With eyes wide open. <laughs> Tom Cruise is fucking my wife. Put your keys in the hat. <laughs> if you pick it, you're the winner. <laughs> With the eyes wide open. It's disturbing. I am the man who, who will fight for your honor. Is that Peter Cetera? Yes, it was. Oof. No, but then I noticed in the date it said like TBD. TBD. Yes. <laughs> ABC, TBD. TBD. The East Coast family. <laughs> Never skipped a beat. No. While cruising on South Street. Oh. Jet black bands. Plenty of friends. And all the Philly steaks you can eat. <laughs> all right. Here I go. Uh, here I go again on my own. Harken, if you will, back to uh, 1998 when this <laughs> film <laughs> came out. <laughs> <laughs> While alone, the watchtower. Why won't you call me on a cell phone? He's wearing a Ghostbusters shirt, perhaps. Oh my God, with sunglasses on. New Ghostbusters movie. What do you feel about that, Joe? I saw a post somewhere that apparently like boom boom, but then boom 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 boom. The most hated. Or not hated. It has negative likes. No, is that busting makes me feel good. There's only so much I can try to talk over these folks. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> so I thought Alfred Pennyworth, that's his last name. <laughs> of course. Um, I thought Bill Nighy would make a good <gasps> Dude! I'd yeah. like to see him talking about, let's get, let's get pissed to I watch feel porn. It Doesn't he stutter a lot? A little bit, yeah. Okay, yeah. so I, I thought maybe he's too... in my toe. <laughs> <laughs> Batman is all and around us. us. <laughs> <laughs> and the evil grow. <laughs> <laughs> This movie is a fucking pop culture like phenomenon, like so much phenomenon, phenomenon. It's impossible for me to listen to that and not want to sing along. Just pick up the cues of stuff we had already done in the past. How many of our listeners do you think were singing along in their cars or on their treadmills? (laughs) Or how many of our listeners do you think I annoy the piss out of when you're trying to speak about a movie (laughs) and I can't stop singing the fucking Ghostbusters theme song? I try to find those little spaces in between. (laughs) The space between. The space between. Ooh, there you go. Hey, thanks, man. Musical moment for 2017. (laughs) Mark that. There Mark was a that lot of, dude. There was a lot of uh, hard rock and uh, like hair band type of type of musical moments in there. Yeah, I, I got your Eddie Vedder voice out. It was it was really fun, man. I, again, I love going back. I love listening to that, and uh, I can only I can only imagine if I, I had can to only listen. imagine. No, man, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's the go, musical moments. We, we don't go Christian rock. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go, don't go where I can't, Mr. Frodo. What is it? Don't <laughs> go where follow. I can't follow? Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Well, that was fun. Yes, was... and the only way to follow that segment. <laughs> Here we go. You know what? They're not all winter show. Well, no. Wh- one thing that I did want to talk about is while we have great musical moments both on, and I use great in quotations, <laughs> uh, great musical moments on and off the mic, uh, we do also share some really fun like uh, other activities, stuff that you don't get to hear on the podcast uh, and I want to share these. I'll probably throw these on the Facebook page. And I know I say that a million times and never end up sharing them. Mm-hmm. But I have got videos uh, over the past year of uh, of you and two of our co-hosts having sex. Trying out. <laughs> are you working out or having sex? <laughs> uh, 
Um, where you guys tried the VR headset oh, over at Jeff's. My, dude, I never saw a video of which myself. Which is amazing. These videos are fantastic. Uh, we started with Jeremy, mm-hmm. who was on for our X-Men Origins Wolverine episode. Uh, and Upcoming nominee, by the way, for Best Guest Host. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and also Luke Hawkins. Also a nominee. Uh, they both tried that, that Sisters app. And like Jeremy... Uh, you know what? I'm not even going to say it. I've got three videos, and I'm going to load those up over the next week. Nice. So you guys could kind of get to see a little bit of behind the scenes of the past year for the editing page. Well, that'll be fun. I, I have yet to see that, but I remember being terrified by that <laughs> fucking thing. VR, man. It's the future. And the end of our future. Oh, God. But what this isn't the end of is the episode, because we have more categories, everybody. So much still. So let's get into, uh, you know, we've, we've been kind of self-flagellating yeah. here. Ten-pound show and a five-pound bag. With <laughs> our guilty pleasures and, and such. Uh, and now it's time to talk about, uh, put, to put the focus on some of the players in the movies that we watch. Uh-huh. You know, a lot, a lot of people committed uh, their, their, their time and talents to some of the films that we watch throughout the year. And some people just... Mailed it in. Yep. And, <laughs> and those are the individuals we've nominated for our next two categories, uh, which are Worst Actor and Actress. So uh, without further ado, our nominees for Worst Actor. And the nominees for Worst Actor are Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor in Batman v Superman, Bill Paxton in Twister, Chris Tucker as Ruby Ray in The Fifth Element, Nicholas Cage in The Wicker Man. Pauly Shore as Crawl in Son-in-Law. <laughs> Lauren was really having a good time yeah, recording really these. Bad. Why is it that Pauly Shore is the only one whose character gets named it's... and everybody else was just like Jesse Eisenberg in Batman vs. Superman? <laughs> no, I think he said as Lex Luthor. Did he? Batman. Yeah, yeah, he did. But <laughs> He did say he just said Nicholas Cage in The Wicker Man. But he also said Chris Tucker as Ruby Ray. Oh, that's some, true. Yeah, he, some did, of these, he like, did say that. What was Bill Paxton's character's name from Twister? Bill. It was Bill. Was it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, should, should have remembered that. You know they did that because he wasn't responding to any other names. Like Tony set. Danza. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Who would you pick in this category? Uh, my worst actor. Let's see. Uh, I would have gone with Jesse Eisenberg, I think. I think that Lex Luthor. Um... Okay, so we know Zack Snyder's not a, not a very good director, right? And makes bad... A very good visual director. Creative not, not so much in the way of character. No, exactly. And uh, he must have given uh, Jesse Eisenberg the direction to, to just be like the Joker. Like, you're going to be the Joker, right? Yeah. I know it's not the character, but we're, that type of persona is sorely missing in this film, and you're going to fill that role. Yeah. Um, and he should have had the good sense to say, like, no. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. just not give him... Like, it's one thing... Uh, would would you, you say that Jesse Eisenberg has already proven he's a better actor than what he gave us in that movie? Absolutely. And okay. maybe that's why it's a little bit more disappointing. What, th- about, what about you? I think I agree with you on that. Oh. I, think, I think of the people on... Like, wow, Nick, and you hated Chris Tucker Nick, in Fifth Element. Oh, I did not like... But I don't think Chris Tucker's an awesome actor. <laughs> okay. Uh, but not- also, like, with Nick Cage, you know, I'm kind of used to Nick Cage doing bad work. So Wicker Man doesn't... Like, it's like, okay, he was horrible in that. That whole movie was garbage. Yes. But... Jesse Eisenberg has done movies that I really enjoy. I loved him in Adventureland. I loved him yeah. in Zombieland. Yes. I love him in every movie that has land <laughs> in the title. All of the lands. <laughs> um, but, and I even liked him in that Now You See Me, the first Now You See Me movie. Oh, I thought yeah, he was really fine. fun in that. But when it came to Batman v Superman, and I know I was late to get on that train, whoa. He's rough. Dude, I totally agree with you. Like, this is an actor who should have been able to say, 
Mm, I'm not doing that. No, I'm not doing that. It's cringeworthy, some yeah. of the scenes that he's in. Especially, where, isn't there a scene where he's feeding somebody like a gummy bear or a Jolly Rancher? He's like putting it in his assistant's mouth. Is he? It's just... It's, I don't even remember. It's odd. I've burned that film from my memory. <laughs> uh, well, the, the listeners have spoken, Joe. Uh, and the worst actor for uh, 2016 was... You called it Nicolas Cage in Wicker Man. They picked Nicolas Cage. Also by a landslide. Wow. People do not like him in that film. People or him. Or, or that film. Or that film. <laughs> <laughs> well, very well done. I think the uh, I think the listeners did well on that one. Agreed. Uh, Let's see if they did just as well with our next with category. The fairer sex. The ooh, yes, I like that. Uh, so here, without further ado, the nominees for worst actress. And the nominees for worst actress are Rosie Perez in Pineapple Express. Emily Browning, Sucker Punch. Jennifer Love Hewitt in Can't Hardly Wait. Diane Lane in Judge Dredd. Tia Leone in Bad Boys. I'm still surprised that Diane Lane made the uh, the cut for Worst Actress. I think that the stink of that film kind of rubbed <laughs> off on her, and uh, nobody nobody came out unscathed from Judge Dredd. <laughs> Poor Max von Sydow. <laughs> and also, uh, they should start to make things right. <laughs> That's how they should have opened right. Dredd. Like the new Dredd movie should have also been like this is this should start to make things right. Also, I didn't think Tia Leone was that bad in she Bad just, Boys. No, she just built like a linebacker. She is. She's weird. She's very she, manish. She just didn't fit the character that they had her playing. Yeah, I agree. He, but, uh, they tried. They wanted a Megan Fox. Uh huh. And they got like a Alexis Bledel. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> All right, so who won this one? Uh, well, the winner is Rosie Perez for Pineapple Express. Oh, really? And I'm so happy because she was my biggest uh, uh, problem with Pineapple Express. Yeah, I, I seem think... to remember you really harping on that. Her style of acting just didn't belong. I, I, I didn't... There was nothing endearing about that character. I know she was one of the, one of the villains, but... Um... Even the actual villain was a little fun. Yeah, the Gary Cole yeah. character. And, and the thing about Rosie Perez is also like she'd kind of been off the map for a good 10 yeah, years. Yeah, And then that movie came along and was like, what, really? The chick from White Men Can't Jump? <laughs> yeah, that was her one claim to fame, right? Holy shit. Well. Well, she was also an untamed heart. Uh, I'm, I'm, she is, played. Is that the one with uh, Christian, Christian Slater? Slater has the monkey heart. Where he has the baboon heart? Yes. <laughs> she plays uh, Marissa Tomei's best friend. Is that is that movie any good? Untamed Heart? Yes. I don't remember. <laughs> I'd only seen it the once. Well, okay. Uh, crap. Man, Christian Slater was like, he was all over the 90s with like bad romantic movies. Like, Yeah, he, he had a slew of them. There was that one he did called like Bed of Roses. Yes, I saw that one. Can I tell you a story about Bed of Roses? Sure. I know this isn't what we're here for. Um, I uh, took, a, took a girl out on a date. And you liked and it? And I was moving, or I was moving, I was working at a movie theater at the time. And I got us tickets to see Bed of Roses. Mm. Now, the thing is, earlier in the day, I bought a shit ton of roses Ooh. and put them in the refrigerator at the, the theater. Mm-hmm. And I had this whole thing set up where we were going to get in there and I was going to lay the roses around all around where we were going to be sitting. Yeah. And then I was going to come in with her Valentine's Day gift. And nice. Stuff. And then and blowies, was, right? And then, exactly. For everybody in the theater. <laughs> Well, she was taking her time getting ready, and we were running late. And so, like, everybody was waiting. People were, like, paging me. I had a pager at the time. People were paging me because, like, they needed to start the movie. They couldn't just hold the movie for me. (laughs) So we get into the theater, and, like, the the trailers are playing. 
And like I I scream up to the top. I'm like, stop it. Stop the movie. I run out. They stop the movie. Me and like three of the other ushers that worked there come in with all the flowers and the roses. Nice. And we hand them to her and stuff and like Aww. put them around us. Meanwhile, like the five other people that are in the theater are pissed off because they can't <laughs> start the movie yet. Uh, but then, yeah, I give her the roses and stuff and Aww. give her her gift. And she was so fucking embarrassed. Yeah. that uh, That's a Jumbotron moment was, right there. It was horrible. It, it totally backfired. You know what? Some, it sounds really sweet when you tell it. And, and I know you're big softy when it comes down to it. Uh, well, so, a big soft? Will you call me fat? <laughs> what am I, a clown? Do I amuse what, you? am I fucking Baymax? <laughs> Um, wow, 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 what if you could just lose weight by just deflating yourself? <laughs> I wish I could. That'd be awesome. Ooh, and you could like blow up other parts of your body? Yeah. Right, this is getting oddly sexual. I could extend my hand, like <laughs> shoot my hand off, <laughs> face Blech. off. Um, wow, that was a great... Uh... <laughs> that was a great story. That was a great non sequitur. <laughs> uh... No, I was going to say that was a good impersonation of John Travolta. One of the things that you're known for, and we collectively on the Editing Bay are known for... What uh, a great segue. Breaking out into uh, impersonation sometimes. So uh-huh. much so that, Joe, we built a category around it. It's one of my favorites. Uh, you want to hear? You want to hear who got nominated? I would love to. Me too. Take it away, Lauren. And the nominees for Best Impersonation are... Joe as Christopher Lambert. You remember when they cast him as the Asian god of lightning in oh, the Raiden. Mortal Kombat movie? Raiden from yeah. <laughs> Mortal men and women fighting to defend the world. It's not about death, but life. Mortal Kombat. Uh, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Joe as Paul Giamatti. Yeah, I went, I went with Paul Giamatti because I could see him playing that role. Oh, I like that. We took the power out of Colorado Springs. <laughs> Mr. Tesla. <laughs> you guys have just so you can do your uh, impersonation. Uh, that again. may not be an accurate. If you think you're going to win another Eddie Award next year, you are correct. Joe and Joel as Tapestry Guy from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. There's all these little threads that, uh, again, like a rug, like a tapestry. <laughs> a tapestry. This, is a ca- this is a castle. You do have tapestries. This is a castle, and we have many tapestries. But if you are a Scottish lord, then I am Mickey Mouse. How dare he? How dare he? (laughs) Joe and Joel as Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. Oh, fuck! He's got to do it. Dude, that's amazing. Yes. All right, all right. I'm I'm talking about the dude here. And there's, you know, you sound kind of like George Bush. I did a little bit. This aggression will not stand. McConaughey or Bush? (laughs) Sometimes there's a man. Sometimes. Mission accomplished. (laughs) (laughs) Joe and Lauren as Billy D. Williams. And if I was Billy D. Williams, I'd have been like, son of a bitch. Yeah, Mm -hmm. right. (laughs) Man, that would have been pretty sweet to play Two-Face in that good movie. (laughs) (laughs) At least I got to be in the Lego movie, baby. They would have revealed my my face. I would have said, hello, what happened here? (laughs) (laughs) Works every time. (laughs) (laughs) I feel... uh, I feel like a couple of those nominations are, um, I, I don't deserve them because wasn't I nominated for like Paul Giamatti last year? I'm too? pretty sure you roll out a Paul Giamatti or two per quarter. <laughs> or a Billy D. Williams. Yeah, also true, but uh, you know what? Those are the ones I found, so fuck it. Uh, no, that's fine. <laughs> those, see, it's, it's listening to those gets like cringeworthy for me when we do these episodes. Uh, like I go back and listen and go, oh my God. No, dude, you're fucking so Christopher Lambert like fucking cracks me up every time. <laughs> I don't know how you make, like you, you're able to impersonate even just the noises he makes in that <laughs> Which, film where he's like, 
He sounds like one of those goats, one of those <laughs> screaming goats on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a turkey? <laughs> that's, that's, my imp- that's my impression of a goat. All right, well, that it's impression will not be nominated for a oh, 2018. Oh, darn it. Uh, but the winner, you anxious to hear? What was your favorite, Joe? Uh, what's my favorite? What's your favorite of your own I think, impersonation? I think my favorite, like I had a good time doing dueling uh, Billy D. Williams with your brother. Yeah. Like, that was really fun. Uh, I got <laughs> get to, like, I get, I get a little... Um, uh, a little bit of criticism mm-hmm. because apparently I pronounce Matthew McConaughey's name wrong. What is it supposed to I be? I say Matthew McConaughey. Oh. And apparently it's Matthew McConaughey. You say McConaughey. I, I say, say McConaughey. McConaughey. Let's call the whole thing off. He, he, he. Well, people did enjoy that one, but not as much as they enjoyed our winner of uh, this year's best impersonation. The tapestry guy from oh, the really? Jones and the Last Crusade. <laughs> I didn't think that one was really even going to be in the running. Like that was so goofy. I know, but uh, that's I guess cool, man. I thought it was spot on, and people thought it was spot on too. Well, and um, thank you, I don't listeners. even know that, that that character has a name. Uh, tapestry man. <laughs> in fact, that's going to be the name of my uh, uh, of my uh, my my uh, blind melon cover group. <laughs> tapestry, man. tapestry man. Tapestry man. Um, no, I, I'm kind of honored to share this with you, Joel. Like, Aww. I think this is the first time that. We've gotten an impression award together. No, oh, you uh, you might be right. I think so. I, I, so we'll have to take turns. It was a team effort. Keeping the trophy. Mm. Uh, we'll schedule it out. And, uh, you know, you keep it in your trophy case for the first quarter. I'll keep it in mind for the second quarter. I will. I'm just hoping Every that you're going to bail me out of this uh, sometimes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you were vamping so well, I didn't realize you were vamping. No. Well, vamp no further, Joe, because our next category uh, is another one of those... Um, where I like to highlight our, one, some of our disagreements. Yeah. Um, and it's where the, we just don't see eye to eye. Yeah. Uh, and no matter how hard we try. And other rhymes. Uh, I'm talking about the most polarizing category. Uh, and these are films uh, where, you know, I loved it and you didn't. I love this versa. category because I really like Tom Hanks in that movie, even though the CG was really creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The, the most polarizing express <laughs> goes to... Uh, no, th- this is uh, a little different than Guilty Pleasures because... Uh, what, if, what if the Polar Express ran into the Pineapple Express? Ooh, wow. <laughs> what kind of movie would we have? I don't know, but I, I don't want to be on that train. <laughs> I'm sure the conductor's just stoned out of his mind. I, I, I. All right, so without further ado... <laughs> You want to keep singing? No, 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 please go ahead. The category of most polarizing. And the nominees for most polarizing are... Twister. The Goonies. The Wrong Guys. Son-in-Law. Jackie Brown. Was, was Jackie Brown a really polarizing film? I can't remember. You know what? I didn't think so at the time. I thought it was kind of universally recognized as Quentin Tarantino's worst film. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we did that episode and some comments People on Facebook. jumped to the defense yeah, of that movie. I know. They were like, it's misunderstood and it's great performances. Watch it again. And I'm like, we just fucking watched it again. <laughs> Not watching we, it. In fact, we watched it yesterday. Third time. Yeah. Um, I... I understand what he was after, and it does have some qualities. And you know what? This would this could be the best film from a lesser filmmaker. Sure. But because Quentin Tarantino has gone on to do great things and, and, and did great things before that film, it's really kind of disappointing. Yeah. No, Lackluster. I, I agree. And the wrong guys. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't, did, I don't remember. Did you hate that movie? I kind of hated it. Yeah. yeah. I kind of uh, See, and the did thing not it, find it endearing. I definitely didn't 
rem- I, I didn't like it as much as I remembered liking it. No, but, not as polarizing. But here's it's not as polarizing. But I do think that that movie does deserve like a place because yeah, like in a, in a no one else fire. has ever seen. <laughs> no one else has seen that movie. Like we had one listener yes. that was like, "Oh yeah, I love that movie." Yes, there's a reason for that. <laughs> Should have been buried along with those ET Atari cartridges Come from on, the eighties, man. And then dug back up and put on my mantle. <laughs> And that's where my ET cartridge is. Actually, right yeah, now. I have wood sitting right over here as well <laughs> that I bought for five dollars at a uh, at a SWAT meet. So they're finally getting the last laugh. Those ET guys. Hey, uh, what what did the listeners decide was the most polarizing film? Well, Joe, um, did, did you say what yours was? You said uh, you talked what, about the wrong guys. What I thought? No, I didn't really. I don't know. That that mm. one's a hard one to pick. Trying to think about the movies that we disagreed on the most. Yeah. I don't know. Man. It was Twister. I think I really like Twister. You really like Twister. I can't stand it. You know, let's go with that one. Yeah. And yeah. Son-in-law. I like Son-in-law, too, and you didn't. I don't think you liked Son-in-law as much as <laughs> to make it a polarizing thing. Like, you really uh, didn't. Like, it was my you choice. You thought Pauly Shore. You are like, Pauly Shore's funny. Come on. It was kind of a sweet little and film. And I do tend to, I, I seem to remember while we did that episode, you were like, okay, you've turned me around on this. Because you're my friend, yeah, and you remember my Pauly Shore story, and you were like, oh, "Fuck Pauly Shore." Yeah, fuck that guy. But the movie still—I uh, <laughs> guess it went from an eight to maybe a seven in my mind. I- I'll give still you this: it. It, it's the one movie where Carla Gugino mm. wears the most clothing. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, and maybe does the best acting. Yeah, I don't know. Not really a Carla Gugino fan, personally. Yeah, I know. Um, but uh, the listeners were at least enough to uh, save it. From uh, winning the most polarizing. Uh-huh. And actually, the real winner is... You ready for this? Drum roll. The Goonies. The Goonies, the most polarizing for real? film. Oh, yeah, that's because right. I think you, you still like it. it. I love that yeah, movie. I thought it did not hold up. Yeah, that... I thought it was like uh, going to a nine-year-old's birthday party <laughs> for 90 minutes. Just a lot of kids running and yelling at each other at loud volumes. Um, and I, I understand that I was once one of those children. I no longer am. And it's hard to appreciate Goonies in the year 2016. It's really hard for me to tell you, like, I, I disagree with that stance, that mm-hmm. you're not one of those children anymore, especially <laughs> sitting in this room right now. Good call. We're all sur- <laughs> surrounded by all the toys and things There's from my childhood. All the toys. You've got, like, light up. With that light up Tetris lamp is kind of badass. Isn't that too, cool? I like that. I have one in my office as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, you know what? That's a good choice, guys. Goonies was a good choice. Mm-hmm. We uh, I, we still stand split on that one. A house divided. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, we mentioned it earlier. That uh, one of your favorite parts of the podcast, every episode, is when we recast. Absolutely. Not only mine, but also the listeners. Yeah, they do like that. And what I love is when they chime in and give us their recastings as well. So obviously, there's going to be an award category for this. Not only one uh, award category, Joe, but we have four. Um, And thus begins the uh, segment of the Edity... The Edity? The Edities? The Edity Awards, (laughs) where we uh, recognize some of the best recasting choices. And the first category is... Best Recast Male. And the nominees for Best Male Recast are... Christopher Mintz-Plass as Lex Luthor in Batman v Superman. Joseph Gordon-Levitt as Randall Pink Floyd in Dazed and Confused. Danny McBride as Walter Sobchak in The Big Lebowski. John Hamm as Atticus Finch in To Kill a Mockingbird. Chris Pratt as Bill Paxton in Twister. <laughs> Chris Pratt as Bill Paxton. 
<laughs> Again, who remembers a character's name besides his first name? At least you got the first name right. Was it really Bill? It was Are Bill. You sure. Yeah. All right. Take it was for Bill. It. Bill or uh, the guy that Philip Seymour Hoffman just wanted to fuck like crazy <laughs> in that movie. Seriously. Yes. There was there was something going on there. I'm sure there's slash fiction out there. Um, I appreciated uh, Christopher. I know this is my own recast. But I, I appreciate what I did with that recasting. <laughs> no, I was proud of the uh, the Christopher Mintz Plass. Because if you're going to go that route, the kind of like nerdy, antisocial. Would he be unique. the motherfucker from Kick-Ass? Yes, yeah, definitely. Uh, just how he would play it like that. Exactly. That'd be cool. Yeah. You have a favorite here uh, on this list? <laughs> no. I, JGL. I love jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Gordon uh, and I think John Hamm as Atticus Finch was mine. It was. So, eh. It, that one, that one's kind of on the nose. I, I really don't. Kind of like how To Kill a Mockingbird, I guess, in the grand scheme of things, really doesn't have a place on this podcast. <laughs> it was. It was. We were recognizing Harper Lee, who had passed away. That's You'll right. hear her name later in our in memoriam segment. Um, well, spoiler alert! <laughs> well, well, dude, we got to keep the listeners around. Yeah, we're gonna lose uh, advertising. Oh. oh, hey, maybe 2017 will be the year. We finally get an advertiser. We finally get somebody who wants to put some money behind this thing? <laughs> yeah, probably not. But who cares? Because we love doing it for you, the listener. Uh, and the listener, Joe, actually um, disagrees with you because they chose John Hamm as Atticus Finch. What? In to, uh, to, to Kill a Mockingbird to win our best male recast category. So congratulations, Joe. Wow. Exactly. Okay. Well, thank you. I have to say, much. I was following the results very closely all week. Um, and uh, it was it was Danny McBride as Walter Solchek from The Big Lebowski for the longest time from the beginning. And then we had a, 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 a slurry. I, uh, I, I have to be slurry, honest. A flurry. When I went through, and could, because I went through and voted... Uh, I voted for Danny McBride. I did too. Yeah. That's probably why it was winning. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, the listeners. Well, thank you very much. That's uh, you said it was on the nose, that's but unexpected. Yeah, I felt like it's just a little too uh, well, just on okay. the nose enough. Apparently, I guess this just proves that John Hamm finally gets to win. I <laughs> know, <laughs> poor guy. Quite an underdog story. Uh, apparently, he has a big cock too. Man, just to further drive home my my envy for him. I wish I had. Mm-hmm. I mean to wake me up in the morning big rooster <laughs> on the fence. The best part of waking up is is Paul Stanley. Paul Stanley singing that fucking song. Oh God, I love it. So we've got the other side of this too. We have the best female recast, correct? We sure do. Uh, you want to hear those nominees? Maybe <laughs> other you're like, no, no, nope. <laughs> we don't have that. We're we're uh, we're women, Joe. We're, <laughs> we're building that glass ceiling right back up, going straight on to. No, of course we do. And of Thanks, course. 2016 presidential election. <laughs> That would be appropriate, wouldn't it? Yeah. But yet, we're going to power through with the best recast female. And the nominees for best female recast are Miley Cyrus as Parker Posey in Dazed and Confused, Margot Robbie as Lilu in The Fifth Element, Halle Berry as Jackie Brown, Chloe Grace Moretz as Jim in Jim and the Holograms, Alexis Bledel as Rachel Lee Cook in She's All That. <laughs> I did that thing that you hate again where instead of using the characters' names, I was using <laughs> actual, as, as this actress. actor. Eh. Man, it makes we, it easier for the audience, you know? Is, you, you know, I heard I heard Lauren mention She's All That. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that one of those movies that we came we we watched and we're like we thought it was gonna be shitty also, and we ended up enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, also a pleasant surprise. Did Man. that make the uh, I don't know if that made the pleasant surprise. surprise. It sure did. Yep. did it? Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't remember. <laughs> Listen back 15 minutes ago. It was only 10 ago. minutes ago. <laughs> Let's play the tape back, Joe. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Can we, let's just do it over. Let's it start was. this episode over again. Sadly, it was not a winner, but uh, Joe, you know, it's an honor just to be nominated. Just to be nominated for the Eddies. Do you have a favorite uh, from this in, list here? In this category, I, I think... I think the the casting, the recasting I liked the most was Margot Robbie as Lilu. Mm. Even though I still think the fifth element's a piece of garbage, uh, I think that Margot Robbie fits. I think that's a great recast for that. And I thoroughly enjoyed your Halle Berry as uh, Jackie Brown. I think uh, that'd be a completely different movie, maybe a little better. Yeah. Um, but I, I could totally see her in that role, especially in, in this in this part of her career. That's right. That's the Twilight years. Because <laughs> di- she's diabetic. I mean, it's going to take her. What really? Yeah, you didn't know that. Halle no. Berry. Yeah, she's diabetic. Oh, that it gives me hope. I'm like, oh wow, hot well. people have diabetes too. <laughs> <laughs> the more you, you know. know. Well, I wish I could uh, soothe that pain with, uh, with awarding her an Eddie Award, but sadly, it does not go to Halle Berry. It does, however, go to Margot Robbie as Lilu in the Fifth Elements, which was my idea. Uh, I'm quite proud of that one as well. And uh, I, I will humbly accept this Eddie Award. Congratulations, Joel. And congratulations, uh, Margot Robbie, for mm. a great recast. Uh, it's just a shame that uh, your career is now dead. What? Uh, thanks to Suicide Squad. No way. She's gonna. She's worked with Scorsese, for Christ's sake. She'll be around for a long time. I was just time. trying to segue into the next bit. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I looked ahead in my little cheat sheet, I would uh, notice what was up next. I'm like, I'm making you do a lot of the heavy lifting on this episode, and so I thought, oh, maybe I'll help him out a little I'm bit. I'm clicking and swiping all over the place, mm, baby. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Uh, so yes, yeah, so this next we're we're gonna stop down, take a break. This, this year sucked, dude. This Fucking... year has sucked. Uh, Twenty sixteen, man, just right out of the gate. And one of the things that kind of it, it, this might turn some people on me a little bit, and I'm willing to accept it. Yeah. But there are those folks that like took to social media and basically told people shit like they didn't know it. Uh, like, hey guys. It's not 2016, okay? Bad shit happens all the time. 2017, probably going to have some stuff happen too. Don't blame it on the year. And it's like, motherfucker, we are human beings. Yes. And we like to categorize things. Like, exactly. Like, hey, I had a bad day. What if you came over to me and said, man, it's not the fucking day. Because tomorrow might be bad too. Exactly. It's just... What is time anyway? <laughs> right? So, with that said, 2016 has sucked a fucking bag of dicks. Yes, we have taken some wonderful artists, great spirited creators away from us. That's right. Meanwhile, fucking Nicolas Cage is still here. <laughs> and Donald fucking Trump is president. John Mayer is still here. <laughs> oh, poor John. No, but I can't David even finish this. Bowie sentence. is gone. I know. It's not fair. Life's not fair. It's not fair. Well, uh, buckle up then for a special <laughs> Buttercup. extended episode of uh, our In Memoriam segment uh, honoring those we lost in 2016. We've lost some incredible people just within the course of a week, maybe a week and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Natalie Cole. That's right. Away. Oh my God, I totally forgot about her. Lemmy Kilmeister from uh, Motorhead. Yeah. Gone. Technically end of December, but whatever. Uh, and then we, uh, we lost David Bowie. The guy had like a sixth sense when it came to what was going to work as a performer. He sees dead people, right? I yeah, he does. And uh, because he is one. Well, now, now. now. <laughs> oh, sorry. We've lost Alan Rickman. I know. And so it, it, I'm glad we're doing it sooner rather than later. I hate for his, uh, his star to, to, to fade too quickly in our minds. Yeah. Although, no, it'll never, that'll never happen. No, impossible. That'll never happen. That, he is forever is, Snape. He is, forever Snape. <laughs> Let the Dark Lord be with you down every road you roam. 
That's great. And he who shall not be named <laughs> will grow and grow. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> See if you can rhyme Horcrux with something. <laughs> uh, rest in peace, Harper Lee. You yeah. know, a huge influence on me. Obviously, your daughter's a namesake. Daughter, yes, exactly. Uh, and the thing that I think bummed me out the most, like, I felt like I lost a family member mm. on Friday. I was just like, wow, this is... I don't know how I get back to work now that I know this news. I have no idea how I can focus. Can you use that as an excuse to call in? No. Your favorite celebrity died? I don't think you can. A a nod to to Tom Hiddleston, Mm -hmm. who died. Tom Hiddleston? It was. (laughs) Loki died a couple weeks ago. David Huddleston, right? Same guy. Mahalad. Muhammad. Mahalad. Mahalad. Mahalad Ami. (laughs) Muhammad Ali. Like. Honestly, I kind of thought he was already dead. The greatest of all time. I forgot he was still alive. Yeah. Um, and the last time I'd seen him was what, like the 2004 Olympics, where he kind of came up there and was holding the oh. uh, the Olympic torch. Yeah. And I thought he was going to set himself on fire. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. And you had texted me, and you're like, hey, man, just heard about Anton Yelchin. Uh, what do you say we do one of his movies? Uh, so in honor oh. of, uh, of a, a really talented actor. Dude, he was great. He's got, he's got a lot of great films he under his belt. He was on his way to Oscars and reckon- He was going to have a fantastic career. He was kind of, when I would describe him to people, I'd be like, this is like Shia LaBeouf <laughs> when he zigged instead of if, zagged. If he had his shit together. Yeah. Yeah. We still Not can't get video like that right. specific no, now. No, we can't make Princess Leia look like Princess Leia at the end of uh, Rogue One. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the mortician won't make Princess oh, Leia look like no. Princess Leia. You, I, I had another thought today after hearing about her passing was uh, you think they'll try to do that now in Episode Nine if we bring her back Where from Nine. Oh, like God. CG, I hope we get a Carrie CG. Fisher. Yeah. I think that's the way she would have wanted it. What do you think Debbie Reynolds is thinking? Like, well, no, that's parent should have to I have DB Debbie Reynolds and she's still alive. Yeah. 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 Debbie Reynolds. That's and the she, weird part. she made a statement like earlier today or yesterday. It was yesterday. That, you know, Carrie has stabilized. She's okay. Oh. You know. And then this, I was like, oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. And now continuing on with the best recastings, mm. uh, we've got duets, right? We sure do. And this is... Uh, Huey uh, Lewis and Gwyneth Paltrow. And the <laughs> They're the winners. You know, I, I don't mind that film. I haven't seen it. You've never seen duets? No, nope, I'm just throwing off the top of my head. I'm just like, all right, yeah, I remember they did that movie. It's got your boy uh, Paul Giamatti in it. So maybe we'll have to do it I'm on not, the podcast. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to fall for your bait, Joel. <laughs> I'm just saying. Your he, masterful bait. He's got... <laughs> He's got some uh, some great lines in there that uh, maybe you'll, you'll find yourself repeating to yourself. Maybe a You are the motherfucking Antichrist! <laughs> oh, I knew it wouldn't take much. No. But let's hear uh, some of our, our actual nominees for Best Recast Duet. Take it away, Lorne. And the nominees for Best Recast Duet are... Bradley Cooper as Superman and Gerard Butler as Batman. Bradley Cooper as Marlboro Man and Tom Hardy as Harley Davidson. Matthew McConaughey as the Marlboro Man, and Ryan Reynolds as Harley Davidson. Donald Glover as Will Smith, and Anthony Mackie as Martin Lawrence in Bad Boys. Joe Jonas as Mike, and Nick Jonas as Dave in Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. 
Nice. We got two, Bradley Cooper, man. Two Batman and Superman in there. Yeah, we <laughs> I'm were just trying to think of Gerard Butler as Batman. What? Uh, that's not that hard of a stretch. Was that me or was that you? Uh, that one was me, actually. <laughs> but you were uh, Bradley Cooper as uh, Marlboro Man and Tom Hardy as Harley Davidson. There we go, yeah. But you also had a. Uh, wasn't there another Superman? No, I guess that was it. I guess that was it. I am the Dark Knight. <laughs> that's. <laughs> well, clearly they would dub him over with some, <laughs> with, somebody who natively spoke English. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, which means black plumbing, by the way. Little little piece of trivia. What's that? Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger means a uh, black plowman. <laughs> not making it up. Google it, folks. There's so many places I could take that. Yes, and I'm don't. not going to do it. Good call. I want to know who won this. You want to know who won? Do you have a you have a favorite pick out of that? Uh, man, one that of one, the many Bradley Cooper. That was <laughs> that was tough. You know, honestly, uh-huh. I love Tom Hardy. So mm-hmm. if Tom Hardy's part of it, I'm. I'm part of the Tom Hardy party. I like that idea, too. I also appreciated... That was Sarah who did uh, Joe Jonas and Mike Jonas. Or Mike Jonas. Nick Jonas for Mike and Dave. And I think she even found a way to work the other Jonas brother in there as the one who was getting married. (laughs) So it'd be like there were all three brothers. That would be pretty excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that episode was a long time ago. Sadly, that... Oh, yeah. The summer, right? When that that film came out. Hot time. Sadly, that was not the winner. Sorry, Sarah. Um, But uh, you'll be surprised, Joe, to find out we actually have two winners. We have a tie. What? Yeah, a tie. And the winners are Bradley Cooper as Superman and Gerard Butler as Batman. Oh. And Donald Glover as Will Smith and Anthony Mackie as Martin Lawrence from Bad Boys. With the double play. Both me. Woo. Boom. Hey, take some time. Give us a a speech. You know, um, it's kind of hard to put into words. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I hear you've been to New York. The end. (laughs) Ramona's from New York. I like your outfit. Affordable? <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines. Guys, we're quoting uh, Scott Pilgrim. It, it wouldn't be complete. We've, we've never, ever we, done that. We've come full circle now. Man. And mm. now she's an Oscar winner. Yes, she is. Oscar and, winner. And uh, Captain Marvel. In the Which future, is, I, that's it's not a bad bit of casting. I still think uh, Katie Sackhoff would have been a better mm. Captain Marvel, but yeah, she's getting up there though, isn't she? What Katie Sackhoff? She's got to be forties. You can't build a franchise on that. Uh, well, Robert Downey Jr. was how old? You know what, <laughs> <laughs> Joe? I don't make the rules in Hollywood. I just live by them. Okay, so no, that's a that's a valid point. I do like Katie. Where, where is she nowadays? I, I don't know. I think she's still doing Longmire. In memoriam, she's still doing that. Katie Sackhoff. <laughs> Katie Sackhoff. Taken uh, so soon. So the uh, the next step up from duet <laughs> uh, is the ensemble. Mm-hmm. You know, I am I'm very proud of being the the recipient of last year's reward. Award for this category and a reward uh, and a reward. When I uh, recast, uh, what was it? When I recast Space Jam with the Muppets? Yes! Oh my God, that was so fucking and, brilliant. And called it Spaceball. Spaceball. Yeah, you had it all worked out. It was going to be like baseball instead of basketball, yes. right? I was very proud of that recast, guys. Sometimes there's no skill involved. It's just inspiration. <laughs> it just comes to you. Yeah. You don't know where. Uh, it's and, a gift. <laughs> and so I'm very excited to see. Who got nominated this year? Well, my gift to you will be... Uh... <laughs> Lorne Bernson's voice. <laughs> Here you go. And the nominees for Best Recast Ensemble. The cast of Scott Pilgrim in Can't Hardly Wait. The cast of That 70s Show in Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. The cast of Game of Thrones in The Fifth Element. The cast of Avengers Age of Ultron in Galaxy Quest. The cast of Guardians of the Galaxy in Ants. (laughs) 
Joe, you were kind of sweeping this category. A school for ads. <laughs> four out of these, uh, four out of these five nominees uh, are from your brain. They're That's your, amazing because I don't remember doing any brain of them. children. <laughs> they immediately left. <laughs> You've abandoned your orphaned. Brain when I children. had my real child, all these <laughs> memories have just been sucked out of my head. I don't remember any of this stuff. That wasn't this. No. No, she's coming on too. Yeah, she's yeah. she's about to be. She's gonna be two. It seems like she's only yesterday, Joe, you were with child. Yesterday no, no. that I was with a child. <laughs> Not personally. Is that another fat joke? Oh. Is that fat? <laughs> no, you know how people say nowadays. Oh, we're pregnant. Oh no, no, no. Sarah was pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> I there was no. She was carrying that child. Yeah, I just tried to help. You did your part, <laughs> and I was like, I did. Like Starship Troopers. <laughs> No, uh, I was just the bumbling dude who's like, "Let me, can I? What? Get? Maybe I." <laughs> this is a, a unique peek behind the curtain. I need to put this champagne into away. your your bedroom <laughs> antics. Is that what it is? Are you blaming it on the out? Al- al- my al- bedroom ants antics. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Joe's punch drunk. It's uh, ten thirty, and uh, we're we're nearing the end here, though. But we have a few more categories. Yes, um, but first, the winner is the winner of the best ensemble. of best ensemble. Uh, I was proud of my um, cast of that '70s show remaking uh, Mike and Dave Need Wedding good. Dates. Yeah. Thought it was pretty good. Everything all laid out. If you listen to our best uh, recast uh, episode from last week, leading up to this, you would have. Uh, I think you heard it. I think I did it there. <laughs> Sadly, I did not win because the the odds were not in my favor. Well, wait a minute, and also like. So there, one one of the nominees was the cast of Scott Pilgrim for Can't Hardly Wait. Yeah, which was an episode that ended up getting eaten up yeah, by Jeff's equipment. Nobody heard it, but you and I both recast that, and it was such a uh, such an improbable feat. Are you farting? No, I was yeah, <laughs> readjusting my leg. I'm sure you sitting are. here Indian style I'm like that old one. <laughs> I had to. We were sitting here recording in Joel's opium den. <laughs> Pay no attention I mean, to the. You've got this uh, giant mushroom here behind you. That is true. <laughs> it's a Mario mushroom. Sure, it is. Pay no attention to that mirror <laughs> with uh, what looks like uh, powdered sugar on it. <laughs> okay, um, that was a stretch. No, I, I liked that. I like that we both came up with that Scott Pilgrim thing. Oh, thank like, you. That's the kind of thing you cannot plan for, and it just sucks that nobody will. Continue. Nobody will ever hear it, but we, it lives on in our memories. I also appreciated your Game of Thrones uh, uh, ensemble as, as the Fifth Element cast. Yeah, but uh, none of those won. The actual winner is Joe for the uh, cast of Avengers Age of Ultron as Galaxy Quest. Oh, in yeah. In Galaxy Quest. I'm pretty proud of that one. That was a really good one. I think the audience liked that one as well. Who who, who was your... Was it Chris Evans? Was he Chris your, Evans was the Tim Allen the character. The Tim Allen character? Yeah. Do you remember and, how the rest of it played out? Uh, I believe it was Chris Evans as Tim Allen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Alan Rickman character would have been played by Robert Downey Jr. Oh. Uh, and obviously Sigourney Weaver would have been Scarlett Johansson. Obviously. Uh, from there, I can't really remember who else well that's a good uh, that's a good top billing so go back to our galaxy quest episode yeah and find out who the specifics were that's right this is a good opportunity then to say that uh, you can find all of our past episodes on uh, editingbay.com that's our website hopefully if you're listening to this you went there and voted and your votes are now counting for the eddie awards if not tisk tisk shame on you you should have been following uh, what your friends on facebook were telling you to do uh, although i, I should there's say always, Joe, is there was always a chance to start over joel this is now. Right now. You start now, listen to us for this year. And then you can vote next year. Have your voice be heard. Yes, let this be your resolution. For the fourth annual Eddie Awards. It means... Well, it means nothing, It's a resolution really. for a revolution. Ooh, I like that. Did you just come up with that right now? Yeah. Nice. Um, Joe. <laughs> From my brain. <laughs> my brain. <laughs> Joe, um, sometimes... You know, I did a lot of traveling in 2016. 
Uh, there were yeah. weeks there where I was gone uh, to the point where people were yeah, questioning you went whether to, like, Slovakia and got back. engaged. <laughs> yes, that's an amazing. That Some happened in 2016. That's a good thing that happened. I I say, I agree with you. <laughs> I say, what about <laughs> breakfast at Tiffany's? <laughs> I meant to say, I'll say. Just came out wrong. Yeah, dude. Um, but when I when I when I leave when I when I go uh, traversing the 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 continents. Uh, we we carry on. We carry on, Wayward Son. It's not. We don't skip weeks here on the editing bay. <laughs> well, we try not to. Yeah, sometimes the last we do. month or so. Uh, but it's it's all good. Season. Hey, man, it's all good. We'll hey, play man. it loose. <laughs> uh, but luckily, we have uh, we have a bevy of friends that are uh, always willing to step in. The best of friends. Man. They're the best of great, friends. Great people. And and. and Brilliant, mm-hmm. and the way that they they're able to pick up on what we do here on the editing bay, and and they fit in. They fit in with what our mission is here to watch right. to watch movies and to dissect them and and recast them themselves. And the nominees for best guest host are Sarah Rankin for Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. Has a bit the part cameo that need to be the who they found for the last minute uh, mm-hmm. to marry them at the end instead yeah. of having Mike Mike or Dave which one's instead was, of having Mike, Mike do That's right. his online Mike. course to marry his sister or Dave. It's a little, so why did Dave perfect it should have been like should have been Tom Selleck oh. it should have been Magnum oh. coming in wow to Tom marry them. Selleck yes that would have been perfect Jenna West for Mike and Dave need wedding dates. I wanted to get to know Tatiana and Mike's character better. Mm, instead of Anna Kendrick and Zach. No, 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 not instead oh. of, just in addition to. In addition to, Because yeah. the last scene on the beach with them was like, oh, I'm fucked up. Oh, uh, you're fucked up too. And they take oh, a sweet... why? I don't know. I just am. <laughs> and like, there's no basis to it. Jeremy McIntosh for X-Men Origins Wolverine. We we kind of talked about this before the podcast, but the fact that Stryker had to type in commands for him oh, yes, he's was just him. ridiculous. You've got all this technology; you don't have a voice activation. Yes, I mean, or a joystick, or just over a loudspeaker going <laughs> "kill him" or something. You know, decapitate. Luke Hawkins for twelve rounds three lockdown. Dean Ambrose walks over, cuffs Bert, yeah, and then. Leaves. Leaves. He, he leaves. leaves. They watch him he leave. He was a dirty cop. And he's like, you probably would have to stay to explain <laughs> why you've killed down. every other dirty I'm cop. Like, I think someone needs like a sit rep or a debriefing. Yeah. You need to stay. You don't then- just get to leave. <laughs> Jeff Earnshaw for Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. I've never heard any girls besides the internet ta- talking like, oh yeah, this is what we did Friday night. We all yeah. just came over, got in our pajamas and ordered pizza. We just ordered pizza and danced around and just, we got a pizza guy to come over and we fucked him because, yeah. man, we can. By the way, what? I know two guys that work at pizza places. That shit never fucking happened. <laughs> it never right? happened. Sam Ballard for Deadpool. I also want to know, when you get superpowers, do you just automatically learn how to sew badass costumes? <laughs> because I've seen Spider-Man. Learn how to sew a badass costume. Deadpool just figured out how to sew a badass costume. Batman bought his costume. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren Bernson for Batman Forever. I like Nightmare Before Christmas. I like I, I like the movie. I don't like what it's become. The so, year that movie came out, I had gone away to college, and I had a Jack Skellington t-shirt. Yeah. I was walking on campus, and a girl walked up to me and said, how much for that shirt? <laughs> I'm like, I don't have another shirt to replace, <laughs> but she was willing to buy that right there. You should have been like, how much for yours? <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a, I don't even know how you pick. 
I, I don't know how it's a you tough pick. one. We had one, two, three, and four, five, six, seven, eight guest hosts this year. Why did, we, why did we split up Sarah and Jenna? Uh, they were guest hosts on the same episode. Well, they can't both win. They both have to sure have uh, an equal choice and an equal uh, chance of winning. Otherwise, it'd be unfair. <laughs> Come on, Joe. I, I, I'm going to go. With like you, I'm going to go with you on this ride. I really had to round out that uh, that segment too. So, <laughs> man, I got to tell you, it was really nice hearing Jeff's voice. I know. Like I'm sitting here listening to that, and then Jeff's voice came out. I'm like, oh, uh, man, I miss that guy. Mm-hmm. Miss him a lot. Can only imagine. Oh man, back to that. <laughs> uh, well, you mentioned Sarah and Jenna. They were neck and neck uh, for for quite a while uh-huh. um, as the voting was happening. Uh, but then uh, our, our actual winner swooped in and stole it away from both of them. And that winner is Lorne Burnson for oh, the wow. Batman Forever episode. Congratulations, Lorne. <laughs> Please tell me he has like a uh, pre-recorded speech prepared. Oh, sh- oh I should have had the foresight to do that. But no. <laughs> that would have been awesome. He did enjoy uh, reading his own name, I think, in, in the uh, nomination. <laughs> so uh, that is your consolation prize. Congratulations, brother. Congratulations. Well-deserved win. Uh, that Lauren Burnson's fantastic. I really don't know why you hate him so much. Stop. <laughs> How about in 2017, you resolve to drop that joke? <laughs> Stop doing that? Does that... Okay. No, I don't care. I will. No, I will. We know it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the thing that, that keeps us going on this podcast, obviously, are the movies. Mm. Uh, whether they be good, whether they be bad, uh, there's someone... Who needs to be blamed for the fact that these things exist in most cases? And usually that falls on the director. Correct. And so here with the nominees for worst director uh, of a film that we've covered in 2016, Lauren Burnson, taken away. And the nominees for worst director are Zack Snyder for Sucker Punch, Zack Snyder for Batman v Superman, Neil Labute. For The Wicker Man, Quentin Tarantino for Jackie Brown, Christopher Columbus for Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. Wow, I had to get my swipes in there with Christopher Columbus because, <laughs> God, I hate that fucking this movie and everything it right. stands for. Even the way Lauren read it, it seemed like with you had directed him. Such like, disdain. Hey, read it like this. Yeah. Because fuck Chris Columbus. Show me your I'm smelling onions face Has, and then read it. And he did not redeem himself with you with those Harry Potter movies that he did. No, they're they're fine, um, but when you see them all uh, as a whole... They're definitely not the They're best. clearly the worst mm-hmm. to uh, Harry Potter films. And uh, yeah, if... if I, your, I didn't your, read your the Your favorite book. one, go. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's got to be the third one. It's got to be... Um, um, what is it called? The 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 prisoner Dred, prisoner of Azkaban Dred pirate Roberts that's right prisoner of Azkaban who's <laughs> close uh, yeah I like prisoner of Azkaban but I also like a Goblet of Fire Goblet of Fire is my favorite one that's a really good one too that's my favorite one that's really when it I came was kind of own. out on the Harry Potter thing yes until I went and saw Goblet of Fire with yes, some friends because like, of I just agreed I was Chris like, Columbus I was like ah oh, fuck I yeah. guess I'll go see this movie with you guys and I fucking loved Goblet of Fire. Like yeah, just it's really strong. Not, not so much because of it being a Harry Potter movie, but just the elements that make up what Goblet of Fire is. Like that is great storytelling, yes, great action, yes. and like you know, just a clear cut. Like here's our hero; mm-hmm. he has to overcome obstacles. Like it, it, I put it in the same vein as something like the original Clash of the Titans, oh. where Perseus has to like overcome these challenges. And I guess maybe that's subconsciously what I'm taking away from that movie. Uh, but no, yeah, I love. Yeah, Goblet I love the way they, they couch that whole story in the. It, it's, it's like the the Wizard Olympics, basically. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, but or, uh, or a Tri Wizard tournament, <laughs> well, <yes. laughs> AKA the Wizard Olympics. 
That's what I said, Joe. Uh, I think the key thing for this category mm-hmm. is to take a look at the director and see what they had to work with. And if they had the tools to succeed and still failed at doing so, mm-hmm. that's what's going to win you this award. Yeah. Some people failed uh, twice, as in the, <laughs> yes. the case of uh, Zack Snyder for Sucker Punch. But I feel like putting somebody in twice is going to take votes away. You, you know would, what I'm saying? Yeah, you would think that, except our winner is Zack Snyder for Batman versus Superman. Uh, also, well, well deserved. <laughs> quite a wide margin. Yeah, I know. Although, I would say I think Sucker Punch is probably a, a worse, worser film. A lesser film? I, I think, though, that, again, it he doesn't have all the tools that he had with Batman v Superman. Like, you had some good actors in that movie, right? right. Like, you, we're talking about, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Christopher Mintz-Blast. No, That's right. It's Lex Luthor. God damn it. <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. Who, earlier today, was uh, was awarded, wasn't he awarded Worst Actor? Yeah. <laughs> God damn, I need to, I only took, like, two sips of this Actually, uh, no, that was Nicolas Cage, but he was nominated. He was nominated. I had to go yeah. back and look myself. Fuck, fuck that. Whatever. Fuck that. <laughs> he was nominated. But but no, Zack Snyder had so many things. Like He had all the room in the world and all the excuses in the world to succeed mm-hmm. with Batman v Superman. You've got everybody chomping at the bit to like this movie. And it it, it was not as it, it wasn't good. Did not meet expectations. It did, it, it did not meet expectations. By a dude. long shot. <laughs> that had not occurred to us, dude. Uh, and so I guess this brings us to the, the moment of the evening. Yes, man, the, 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 the final category. The grand finale. Mm-hmm. The moment you've all been waiting for <laughs> of all the movies we've watched mm-hmm. uh, over the 2016 season. Uh, what were the worst films that we talked about? And the nominees for worst movie are... Ants. The Wizard, Samurai Cop, X-Men Origins, Wolverine, Judge Dredd. Yeah, I have a personal uh, disdain for ants. Yeah. You recall that episode. Oh, I do. I laid out the whole backstory and, and why that film even exists. It, it, it exists not because uh, creative minds came together and wanted to... Yeah. to uh, bring something into this world. Yeah. It was basically uh, uh, vengeance. Yeah. yeah. No, they, they were trying to cut the momentum of A Bug's Life mm-hmm. the entire time. And it's it's definitely, and I, you use this term a lot, a tone-deaf movie. Like, yes. you watch that film, you're like, what? Wait, why? Isn't this for kids? Right. What is happening? Why are... They, uh, when the Woody Allen <laughs> ant character is cradling the head yes. of the Danny Glover. Yeah. And who's, who's still talking, even though he's been decapitated. That's not funny. No. That's not cute. Like, no. oh, ants can live after being... Deca- no. It's disturbing. That is disgusting is yeah. what it is. So that's my uh, uh, call. It's a tough pick. one. These are these are all very much deserving of this <laughs> worst pick. But I've got to tell you, like, Samurai Cop mm. is bad in the best ways. In a fun way, like, yeah. it's so horrible. And, like, there's, like, everything about it. And we've talked about this. Like, everyone from the ground up just dropped the ball on this movie. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that someone still went, fuck it, release it. You know, let's, let's and then make a sequel. And make a sequel. Green lit a fucking sequel. Uh that this is the thing that like cult movies, stuff like The Room, that's what this stuff is made of. That's that that magic, that bad movie magic. Mm-hmm. And I know there are a lot of people that uh that don't quite hold the same the same uh value that I do with a bad movie. Like I really like watching bad movies. I like seeing someone get it wrong. 
and making fun of it. And like that's that's the fun. That's that was the spirit of this podcast. Mm. Why we came together to talk about movies. True. In defense of Samurai Cop, though, um, if I can compare and contrast it to uh, another nominee, The Wizard, which is the Fred Savage Nintendo 90-minute commercial, yeah. like, that's another film that does not need to exist, and it exists solely to uh, to move merchandise. Yeah. Uh, and I, I find that particularly egregious. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't feel like there's quite as much uh, entertainment value that you're going to get out of The Wizard. But again, Samurai Cop, Ooh. Man, hours of just like sitting on the couch with your buddies and like, what the fuck? Uh, it's one of those movies that you pass around with your friends. Like, dude, you've got to watch this. That's true. Uh, and we're going to have a couple of those coming up in 2017. But Ooh. before we get to that, what do the listeners think is the worst movie? Well, you mentioned Samurai Cop. It was in the running for the longest time there. Uh, but then as the as the polls, as the hours dwindled away and the polls came closer to closing, like I said, we had a, we had a deluge of new voters coming in. And they chose... X-Men Origins Wolverine is wow. the worst film that we reviewed in 2016. Now, sadly, I missed out on that episode. We had, uh, was it Jeremy? Oh, it was right? Jeremy. That guest host on there. But I listened to it, and I agreed with everything you guys said 100 <laughs> fucking percent. It was, it was a horrible movie. It was a story that didn't need, well, it's a story that could have been told. It just was told horribly. Uh, so, again, yeah, no, good job, listeners. Yay. You did well on that one. Congratulations. Uh, we all win. Thank you, Everybody for taking part in voting for our nominees and uh, most importantly for taking the time out every week, uh, at least every week we record an episode <laughs> for taking the time out and listening to us and supporting us in your own way. Uh, it, we value that so much. We value you. Um, and I value you, Joe. I value you, Joe. Oh, thanks, buddy. And I value you, Jeff. Um, in spirit. Wherever you are. Rest in peace. I miss you, buddy. In memoriam. <laughs> Jeff Earnshaw, 2016. Uh, 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 should he? <laughs> he went up to that that, greed, uh, that uh, great um, hemp, hemp, uh, hemp field <laughs> Where in the are we sky. Going? What? <laughs> I just imagine him like, running around like when you tell people, like, oh, we had to take the dog to the farm. Right. <laughs> That's where we took It's like Jeff. him in sl- uh, slow-mo, like frolicking through just like marijuana fields. The fun thing is, like, Sam's still in town. We can call him up. He could be a part of this thing. That's yeah, true. We could. <laughs> miss you too, Sam. I miss you too. <laughs> I do too. Uh, all right. So, guys, that's it for the Eddie Awards yeah. for 2016. Uh, thank you for uh, taking the time to listen to this. And uh, as always, if you have any thoughts about movies that you'd like for us to watch in the future, coming up in 2017, you can also give us your suggestions on Facebook. Uh, if you put in the search bar, <laughs> this fucking champagne, put in the search bar, uh, just put in the editing bay, and that's going to bring up that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. That's us. Or so you could talk back to us, mumble, mumble, <laughs> slurred speech. Cut that part out, Jeff. Cut uh, that part out. <laughs> uh, yeah, tell us what you want us to watch. Uh, if you've got thoughts about, you know, the Eddie Awards, if you're like, oh man, this movie got robbed, this one should have won, or yeah. fuck you guys for not liking Batman v Superman, <laughs> let us know about it. Tell us about it. Also, leave us a rating and review uh, on the podcasting app on your Apple device. Uh, just bring up the podcast app in the search bar. Put in the editing bay. That brings us up. Tap on the editing bay and give us a five-star rating mm. and review. Uh, we would really appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, and um, Also, guys, the website. Uh, I shouldn't throw one more plug out. Editingbay.com. And also, uh, follow our Twitter handle, at the editing bay on Twitter. Very good. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, thank you for being a part of uh, of our 2016 Eddie Awards. We appreciate you listening. And uh, we will see you in 2017 with more movie madness. Thanks a lot, guys. See you next week. Thanks. That's fucking gold.